Is Andrew Burnett going to be the next head coach for the New Jersey Devils? And also, how should the New Jersey Devils progress the rest of the offseason? Should they stick with what they got? Should they just develop who they have in the pipeline? Or is it time for Tom Fitzgerald to make another desperation move and just shoot a shot and see what happens? We have a lot to talk about in today's episode. Buckle up, everybody. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. So in the previous episode, we talked about the acquisition of Andre Palak, how I feel as though he can help benefit the New Jersey Devils not only on the rink, but he can also be a locker room presence. Hopefully he is what the New Jersey Devils are asking for. I feel as though he can be a huge factor on the second line, alongside with Nico Heischer. But obviously, I know we're trying to swing for the fences here, but we got to make do with what we got. And Andre Pilat is now a New Jersey Devil for the next five years. Not a fan of the contract, but at the same time, I feel as though for the first two or three years, maybe he can help provide that spark for the New Jersey Devils. I also said in the previous episode, if the New Jersey Devils are ever in a rut, I expect Andre Pilat to be that player to just pull them up by the bootstrings and be that X factor to help just get them out of that rut and hopefully they can just get back on track. So I think that's what's been missing for New Jersey Devils ever since Taylor Hall left. So I feel as though just getting Andre Pilat can be a huge X factor moving forward. Now, on the first day of free agency, the New Jersey Devils made a big announcement. They announced that Andrew Burnett was going to become an assistant coach for Lindy Ruff's staff. He'll be taking on the role that Mark Recchi previously had, which is Andrew Burnett will be in charge of power play. And hopefully this can be the kind of coach that helps Lindy Ruff balance it out a little bit, because I said a couple episodes ago, there's a reason why Lindy Ruff saw more success early on in his coaching tenure. But now you get Andrew Burnett, who was able to just step into the fire at the Florida Panthers organization after Uh, Joel Quinville was under scrutiny after he decided to resign after the uh, scandal that happened in Chicago years back. So I feel as though having someone like Andrew Burnett, someone who was able to just weather the storm, able to lead the Florida Panthers to a president's trophy, a Jack Adams finalist. I feel as though that's something the New Jersey Devils can really have on their bench. Now, here's the thing. Going into this offseason, a lot of people were pushing for Lindy Ruff to be fired. I was one of the few people to say, no, I don't believe Lindy Ruff should be fired, but maybe be held to a shorter leash because I felt as though Lindy Ruff was just given an unfair opportunity because he had to deal with the COVID. He had to deal with injuries. He had to deal with a lot of circumstances that didn't really go his way, especially towards the end of the season in which the New Jersey Devils were just plagued with the injury bug, and it felt as though Lindy Ruff could never catch a break. It felt as though the New Jersey Devils could never put all their players on the same rank. So a lot of players and uh, were, were just in and out of the injured list, and a lot of fans were just fed up with it and just saying, I don't think Lindy Ruff is the person to be leading the New Jersey Devils. And before I talk more about why I like Andrew Burnett, I just want to say this. Look, 
Lindy Ruff, regardless of what you think of him, he's been able to develop our young baby big three, and a lot of players were, were able to have productive offensive years under the guidance and tutelage of Lindy Ruff. So it's not just Jack Hughes. It's not just Nico Heischer. It's not just Jesper Bratt. Look at someone like Ryan Grace, who was able to have a career year in points and assists. So I feel as though, you know, could, could that just be a change of scenery? I feel as though it's actually Lindy Ruff doing wonders and doing wonders for other players as well who are able to have big offensive years. Christy Flannery of the Hockey Writers acknowledged it a while back, tweeted out that there were like anywhere from 10 to 13 players on the current roster who were able to have big offensive years. And I feel as though Lindy Ruff does play a factor in it. Now, when talking about Andrew Burnett, I feel as though this is going to be the New Jersey Devils' next head coach in the near future. No, I don't believe Lindy Ruff will be fired during the course of the year, but his contract will be up at the conclusion of the season. And I feel as though if the New Jersey Devils are able to develop in the right way, I feel as though there's really no reason to bring Lindy Ruff back, if I'm being completely honest. See, here's where I stand with Lindy Ruff. I stand on the fact that maybe he should finish out his entire contract because I feel as though – I'm seeing great things from New Jersey Devils. I'm seeing a lot of great things from our young guys. And I see a lot of untapped potential. And I give credit when credit is due. And I give that credit towards Coach Ruff. But the fact of the matter is this. Like, he runs a system that's not really too successful in the modern NHL, which is, like I just mentioned, why he saw more success early on in his tenure as a head coach compared to now. So I feel as though uh, the New Jersey Devils just went a little uh, shopping and just they saw Andrew Burnett, they saw an opportunity, and they saw a guy who was able to have great success with a team that was projected to make a deep playoff run, a team that won the President's Trophy, a coach who was in the running for the Jack Adams finals. So I feel as though just having that sort of finalist added to our bench, while it doesn't really do much for right now, I feel as though it could do a lot for next season, and I think that's what's going to take the New Jersey Devils to the next level. So I feel as though – I don't think Lindy Ruff is on the hot seat per se, but I think he knows he's going to be replaced, and him and Tom Fitzgerald have a good relationship. So like Jersey Joe said, like the Brad Pack said when they both uh, guest starred on this show at one point, they said that they don't anticipate for Lindy Ruff to leave the organization entirely. They do anticipate for him to maybe get a – different role. So Jersey Joe brought up the idea of him being a developmental coach or something like that, or maybe him having a front office type of role, maybe an assistant GM to Tom Fitzgerald, like an honorary assistant GM kind of role, because, you know, we already got our assistant GM and hopefully she does well. But ultimately my thing is, is this is like, I think Lindy Ruff will be a part, will be a part of the New Jersey Devils organization. And whether you like it or not, he's somehow going to be calling the shots. He's somehow going to have, some sort of a factor in how we develop. But having Andrew Burnett, I feel as though this is just an opportunity for Andrew Burnett to get his feet wet, get used to the organization, get uh, see some of the players' strengths and weaknesses, and then try to develop them from there. So that's where, where I stand with Andrew Burnett. And I feel as though that would be a pretty decent hire by the New Jersey Devils if they do decide not to extend Lindy Ruff's contract. So According to Tom Galitti at Tom Galitti NHL, he said, Devils associate coach Andrew Burnett will run the power play among his responsibilities, Fitzgerald said. Florida tied for fifth in the NHL at 24.4% on the power play during the regular season in last year, 
but it was one for 31 in the playoffs. So we'll crawl before we walk. I'm not going to worry too much about the playoffs, but I feel as though, like I said, I think Andrew Burnett is a good get for New Jersey Devils, and hopefully he's able to just uh, get used to the organization and be prepared to take Lindy Ruff's role when the time is near. So before we continue with today's episode, I want to bring you guys the first live read this morning, and it's the only live read, and it comes from our friends at Bet Online. Please remember to gamble responsibly. So BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sport betting needs and info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and MLB season. BetOnline is a continued source for all your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly, like I said, and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. So you're probably thinking to yourself, what do I think about the New Jersey Devils in the present moment, especially after a couple days of free agency? Well, I'll say this because I said it in the last couple episodes. I'm glad that the New Jersey Devils are bringing in a few veteran pieces, maybe a few diamonds in the rough because Eric Halla, I feel as though he could definitely contribute on the bottom six. Someone like Andre Palat, I feel as though he's someone who can rally the troops, someone who's never been in a rebuilding situation. And this is going to be a true test of his character because is he going to be able to weather the storm on the rink? Is he going to be that person to keep the Devils in check? Because I said it in the last episode and I made this a huge talking point, which was I feel as though the last couple seasons, especially after Taylor Hall left, I feel as though there hasn't been that true veteran leader in the locker room for New Jersey Devils. You can make the argument that it was Damon Severson, P.K. Subban, Dougie Hamilton, guys who've been in that situation before, maybe Pavel Zaka because he's been with the organization for a good while. You can make an argument for a lot of guys, but I feel as though Andre Palat is the epitome of what the New Jersey Devils have been missing the last couple of years because Andre Palat never been in a rebuilding situation. So uh, he's won Stanley Cup championships. He's lost in the Stanley Cup finals, made deep playoff runs, has seen it all with the Tampa Bay Lightning organization. It's all that he's ever known during his like 10 or so years in the NHL. So I feel as though just adding him to the roster, while it might not be the big name free agent that we had in mind, at least it's something and at least the New Jersey Devils don't walk away empty handed. But for the time being, um, I would say this, like I'm a little disappointed because obviously I had high hopes for a New Jersey Devils going into the offseason, especially since a lot of our young guys were able to take their games to another level, especially since we had a lot of cap space. And it seems like that we're just going to have to sign random players to semi-big contracts so that way, you know, we could get away from the cap floor. But my my overall thing is this, is just like I want the New Jersey Devils to make another big move, but I want them to be smart about it because the fact of the matter is this. Yes, I feel as though we're ready to take our organization to the next level. I said it going into the offseason, but at the same time, I said be smart. Don't be greedy because you don't want to, like, trade away that second overall pick and then we're kind of in a situation where we just try to run before we crawl. So you got to learn how to crawl before you learn how to run. And before you learn how to run uh, in between all that, you got to learn how to walk. I know that that example is a little confusing. Basically what I'm saying is like the New Jersey devils have got to take their time. So Robert Inkin Jr., a friend of the show tweeted this out in regards to what Tom Fitzgerald's mindset is going into the rest of the offseason. He said, 
GM Tom Fitzgerald says the team is not done in the offseason. Fitzgerald said, my phone is still going to go constantly ring, and I will continue to try and add. So my thing for Tom Fitzgerald, my advice to him is just be cautious about it because we have a lot of great young assets. I feel as though we have a solid top uh, six. I feel as though Eric Holla can definitely add some more production for our bottom six. I think another uh, player that a lot of people aren't really talking about is Miles Wood because I feel as though if you add Miles Wood to the fourth line, because here's something that the New Jersey Devils, like I just mentioned with the whole Andre Pollock situation, Miles Wood can also be that player, that vocal leader to try to rally the troops. But at the same time, you can only get so much out of Miles Wood. But for Andre Pollock, I feel as though if I had to bet on either Miles Wood or Andre Pollock to have a big season, I would say Andre Pollock all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. So not a knock at Miles Wood, but I have more faith in Andre Pollock, someone who's actually been in a winning situation before and someone who knows what it takes to get to the promised land. So my overall thing for Tom Fitzgerald is like, I really hope that he goes out and searches for somebody because uh, during the course of the offseason, I saw rumors saying that the New Jersey Devils might try to offer for like JT Miller. I also did a silly season episode in regards to Vladimir Tarasenko because Tarasenko was coming off of injury. A lot of people were doubting his ability and he was able to shut the naysayers up. I would love to have JT Miller and uh, or Vladimir Tarasenko join the roster because I feel as though if we're able to get one of their players of their essence or maybe players uh, who have similar numbers to them, obviously that's a tall order, then I would be satisfied with the offseason despite missing out on Johnny Goodrow because that's just what I want. I want another player who has that offensive firepower, another player who's able to contribute at a high level for the New Jersey Devils, someone outside of our baby big three because – what I said in the last episode is that Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt, and Nico Heischer, they can only do so much. They're still very relatively young themselves. They need another player to rely on. I need another player who's going to give me at least a point per game, someone who is there on the offensive side of things more times than not. Because uh, the thing about Andre Pilat is, you know, I said his stats, which is they're solid, nothing spectacular, but you know, he'll be in the mix of top uh, point getters for New Jersey Devils. But I want someone who can give me 60 to 70 points with ease. And I know I was a little greedy with uh, trying to trade for Alex DeBrinkhead or Kevin Fiala, whatever the case might be. But, you know, at the end of the day, I would love to have those type of players join the roster for New Jersey Devils. And you guys know that I said that in my silly season episode. So my ultimate thing for New Jersey Devils is just be cautious and see what's out there. And like Tom Fitzgerald said, since the New Jersey Devils have one of the top prospect pools in the entire NHL of course his phone is going to be constantly ringing but don't be stupid don't trade away like a top level prospect for uh like two or three years of great service because that prospect could give us a career of great service so that's my overall mindset for Tom Fitzgerald and how I want him to approach the offseason but uh like I said it would be cool to have JT Miller it would be cool to have Vladimir Tarasenko on this team, but my overall thing and my overall advice for Tom Fitzgerald is just be cautious. Don't get be greedy and don't put us into a situation in terms of salary cap or long contracts, whatever the case might be. So I hope the New Jersey Devils aren't done this offseason. I anticipate that the next couple of days are going to be silent amongst the organization, but I think Tom Fitzgerald has another trick up his sleeve. I believe he can possibly, don't quote me on this, I think he can possibly. Uh, pull off a big trade for the Devils, especially since they own their first-round draft pick 
in next year's draft. They have a lot of prospects to choose from, a lot of solid players. Obviously, Pavel Zaka is now off the board. So now we just got to play our cards right and see what happens. So I know a lot of people are disappointed. I know a lot of people are down in the dumps, whatever the case might be. But make no mistake, the Devils still have a lot of assets to trade. It's just what do we use those assets for? Do we use it for ourselves or do we try to trade it away for another team and try to get a big-name player? That's the overall dilemma we're in. So leave a comment down below. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. So are, are you willing to trade some assets away in order to get an impact player right now? Or are you more just like trust the process? Let's take this slow. Keep in mind the Devils have missed the playoffs 10 of the last 11 or so years. And the last time we were competitive was back in 2012, going to the Stanley Cup Finals and losing to the LA Kings. So just putting that out there. But curious to hear your guys' thoughts. Are you more of, you know, just take our time and just see what happens in a year or two? Or are you just like, let's get that impact player right now and see what happens? Curious to hear your guys' thoughts, so leave a comment down below. Now, going back to Tom Galitti and his Twitter, he said something quite interesting that has me thinking going back to the draft just a little bit. So Galitti tweeted this out. He said, Fitzgerald said the trade for Eric Halla will allow Dawson Mercer to shift to wing and play on one of the top two lines. So here's my thing. Here's why I defended Tom Fitzgerald and the New Jersey Devils organization uh, for not drafting Shane Wright or Logan Cooley because both of them are centers. And I, I said, we're kind of stacked at the center position with Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, and Dawson Mercer. So, like, there's no reason to draft another center because that center, if he was to sign his entry-level deal, he would be playing on, on either the third or fourth line, and he wouldn't be given a real opportunity to try to blossom into the player that we know he could potentially uh, – become but my thing is if the plan was to move Dawson Mercer to a wing position and have someone like Eric Halla maneuver the center like why didn't we draft a center what I mean by that is like if the plan was to move Dawson Mercer to the wing why didn't we draft a center because we could use Shane Wright or Logan Cooley on the third line possibly like I get that maybe their production wouldn't be the same if they were on the top or second line but at the same time it's just like our wouldn't you be willing to give them a chance to see what happens? So that's my overall mindset for Tom Fitzgerald, which is moving Dawson Mercer to winger position. I have nothing against that because when he was paired alongside with Jack Hughes, he was able to uh, get back to consistency uh, more times than not. He was able to just have more confidence and he looked a lot better on the rink. But my thing is like, okay, if that was always the plan, why not draft another center especially someone who's the best available. Because the one thing I always say is like, you don't usually draft, draft the best available player. You you draft what your team needs. But if we're moving Dawson versus the winger position, I think that opens up a center position. My only thing is like, maybe Tom Fitzgerald wanted to get a veteran player to maneuver the center position. Someone who knows how to just get his own while helping others. And I get Dawson Mercer kind of lacks that a little bit just because he has a lack of experience. But still, that's my overall question for Tom Fitzgerald. And, how he handled the uh, draft situation because I like Simon Nemish and I I'm excited to see what he does, especially since he signed his entry level deal. So hopefully he's able to do big things in Utica, but that's my overall concern for Tom Fitzgerald and the overall mindset, but the draft was then this is now. So uh, let me know what you guys think and leave a comment down below. So we talked about Andrew Burnett and what I feel as though is going to happen in a year or two, which is, I think he is in prime position to become the next Devils head coach. And I think they're just trying to introduce him into the 
organization a little bit. We talked about the overall mindset for New Jersey Devils. Yes, I would love to go after someone like JT Miller or Vladimir Tarasenko, but which, by the way, JT Miller, I think, is off the board at this point because I think the Vancouver Canucks have made it clear that they intend to hold on to it. Maybe Patrick Laine, but uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, same thing. They said their intention is to hold on to Patrick Laine. Don't know how that's going to work with the cap uh, issue, especially signing Johnny Goodrow. And I'm sure the Columbus Blue Jackets don't want to help out the Devils, especially since the Devils were one of the suitors trying to get Goodrow. But we'll see what happens. But uh, let me know what you guys think and what the overall progression is like for the New Jersey Devils. Are you satisfied with what we got now? Or do you feel as though there's another move on the horizon? Right now, it's been silent the last couple of days. But when I post this episode, maybe something big will happen. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.